Hey everyone, it's Annie and Brady from the Never Growing Up podcast, a Disney Parks podcast for adults. Thanks so much for joining us for this week's episode. Make sure you subscribe and leave a rating for us on whatever app you're joining our conversation. And don't forget to follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Links for all of our accounts are in our show notes. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another new episode of the Never Growing Up podcast, a Disney Parks podcast for adults. Today, I swear, we are really going to try and friggin' finish these tours. <laughs> so we're continuing, I think, with Italy. Yes, we're starting with Italy. I, we, I really think we might either at least get through two countries or three countries. I promise we will get these done. I swear to God. That's my intro. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. It's it's happy after New it's Year. Almost, happy New Year. Even though 2021 is uh not doing its best. <laughs> yeah. Lord. But well, um, you know, we're we're happy to be here. To jump into 2020. Everybody's so excited yeah. to jump into 2021. Now look at you. Yeah. You gotta walk in, you can't like touch anything. Someone Someone was a like, what is that called? A bull in a China house? There's a China house or something like that. China or a, China store. Or, yeah, bull in a China shop. <laughs> yeah. Hi guys, I'm Annie at WDW Collective, and with me is my most wonderful co-host. Hello guys, I am Brady McCleary, also known to you guys as Brady Cam on the Gram, on the Grizzle. On the Grizzle. <laughs> I've been really trying to be active now on Instagram. Like, I'm really trying. I'm doing my best. Uh, and when I mean active, I mean one post a day. That's, I mean, that's good. You gotta, I mean, you got to start back up, you know? Yeah, I was like, I need to like, well, I wanted something just pleasant to look forward to. And I felt like this year I will, I'm determined to go back, you know, hopefully we'll get, I'll get vaccinated soon and then we'll be able to like go there. Um, even Nick said he's willing to go in the summer if it means we can go back. Like that's the soonest we can go back. Um, so we'll see. <laughs> Knock on wood. But I was like, I need to get back into it. I need to get myself hyped up again because I I'm felt like I was so really low. Sad. My family is going in June, oh. and great segue. Uh, I won't mm. be here. So, ladies and gentlemen, yes. what we have decided to do for the Never Growing Up podcast while I'm away is we're going to have some rotating um, co-hosts uh, yeah. to to help keep the show going while I am uh, in Afghanistan. Yeah, so um, obviously we're, or me, I guess I could speak for myself. I'm really sad, but I'm uh, obviously very thankful for, you know, Brady to be doing what he's doing and um hoping and praying that you'll be very safe while you're there. Um, and obviously we want to continue uh, the podcast and the show we wanna, must go on. Yeah. The show must go on. And um, we will, hopefully I think we're going to try and get you some recordings uh, from Brady when he can. Mm. 
um, and add it to the podcast when we can. Um, we'll be doing shout outs every week. Um, and we'll be doing some things too for, for the rest of his, um, colleagues out there. Uh, and we're just extremely grateful for you making that sacrifice and going out there for us. Um, it's, if I would I have guess, known the sacrifice for me. Ever... not going to Disney, I would have reconsidered. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, it's like, it's it, so, so you're actually like my closest friend, all my friends that I have in, or are veterans They're They've already, you know, served time. So are served their, their, ter- what is it? I, I apologize. I'm not, this is, this shows how much I don't know. They, they did their turnover in, uh, in the Middle East. And so you're like my first friend, close friend that's going like that I'm actively experiencing this with. So it's very strange. And so I'm just um, obviously, you know, praying for everything to be safe and you come back to us. Damn it. Yeah, no, it's it's been really surreal. Like I've been waiting to go for years and yeah. like everything's like coming to a pass like right now, like right yeah. now. Uh, I I signed my will yesterday. Oh my um, god! <laughs> which was or Friday, which was like super surreal because like I was reading oh it, and, you know, you have to go through it and make sure it's in the verbiage you want. And I was yeah. like, it was like an outer body experience because I was, I kind of read out loud sure. when I'm trying to comprehend something well, and I was like, this is literally like I'm reading this right now, and it's in my hand right now. This piece of paper that's going to be crimped, stamped, and you know, sealed. Yeah. I was like, this is what they're going to read if I die. Oh, <laughs> like, God. Oh, and I've touched it. And like, it was just really Stop weird to think it. about. But uh, yeah, no, it's, it's really, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm excited to go. Uh, yeah. You know, we'll be, I'll be gone for, I'll be gone for a good long time. But like, yeah. like Annie said, we're going to, I'm going to try and squeak my way in, into the, into the show while I'm away. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's going to be really exciting for everybody because uh, we've got some really great people uh, yes. that a- agreed to to hang out with the show while I'm while I'm away. Yes, and and thank you to everyone who we've already talked to and kind of explained what's going on, and and they're being extremely helpful and realize you know kind of what's going on and that we're you know just doing this to help Brady out while he's out. Um, obviously this this and that's why we're doing something like we're doing rotating disney creators or um even people outside of kind of like the immediate disney family we're gonna try and include people like that too because other people who are not just completely disney creators do love disney and so we're gonna be including them too um which i think makes sense because like our podcast you and i we like it's a disney podcast but we we go on like a a good hour-long tangent about unrelateds we we yeah we really can't keep it together and so um yeah we're really excited so um well, we're really excited to have some some um input from other folks on here obviously like all of our logos will remain the same like anytime you see like any of the ads it's gonna be annie and brady so it's really just not to downplay anybody else but you guys are just kind of helping us out so we really appreciate that <laughs> Um, <laughs> and so the, and kind of like the idea that I got from doing this uh, rotating thing was one of my favorite podcasters. Um, she used to do have a show on series radio now she has a podcast and her long, long, long time, um, co-host ended up having to move away from New York city. And at the time they were still serious and serious wouldn't allow them to do this remotely. So she's never replaced him. She's always just had a rotating group of people because he was so important to her. So I wanted to make sure that that's Aww. very clear 
um, that that's why we're, we're having rotating guests because no one can replace Brady. So <laughs> no one can um, replace you either. So yeah, we just wanted to let you guys know um, we're recording a couple episodes because um, we can't exactly say when he's leaving, but he's leaving very short shortly. Um, and so we're going to be recording a bunch of episodes with Brady and we'll let, obviously you'll hear from my, at least my Instagram, like when we start including some of our guests, um, we've already reached out to a, a lot of people actually, and they were very excited to join us. Um, so you'll see when that happens. Um, and then whenever Brady comes back is when we come back with Brady. <laughs> yeah. When I return, I return. Coming back. Ugh. Couldn't be seen enough. Mm-mm. But oh. speaking of rotating, how about we rotate through these, uh, <laughs> rotate oh through these God. last few countries on in Epcot. Yes, finally. <laughs> and, and, and we know like we also have an episode coming to for the festival of the arts, which started, I think this week, it started this week. Um, we will be talking about that. Of course, we will do one of our regular festival reviews. Um, so mm-hmm. that will be coming. But we wanted to make sure we get these things. So I think we left off with Italy. 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 Italia. So we, I mean, y'all, I think Italy is probably one of the most popular um, pavilions. Italy, purely <laughs> Purely from a, purely from a food standpoint, I think it's you know I think Via Napoli is probably like one of the most popular restaurants in World Showcase. That makes me roll my eyes, but it's true. Um, and if once you walk into uh, Italy and World Showcase, it looks like Venice, which I think is such an interesting choice. I've never been. I've never been to Venice. I've um, I've been to. Rome, Florence, Milan, Lake Como, a couple places in Tuscany. And then, like, that's about it. So, like, I've never been to Venice, but I find it's, like, I don't know. I don't know. I I guess it makes sense. Like, it looks really pretty. I just, like, there's – I didn't think Venice was, like, more popular than Rome or something like that. There is a little mini trivia fountain when you walk in or walk to the back towards Via Napoli. Um. So that's like the Rome influence, but it's more, it looks more like Venice than anything else, which I find interesting. But I I've think, never been to Venice. Uh, I've seen a few uh, Instagrammers. They're like, am I in Italy or am I in, at, at Epcot? And they are pretty <laughs> strikingly similar. Like the buildings yeah, the themselves are very, very well yeah. done. Yeah. And I mean, the main reason why you're going... <laughs> While you're going into the Italy Epcot, it's probably for, like, food. You're probably going to the pizza window or you have reservations or you're going there for the hot guys. Let's be honest. <laughs> I 100% recommend if you're in for some That's eye candy. Uh, yeah, it's the, the, pleasant. The guys at Via Napoli are uh, – it's a good time. And the pizza's decent, but the, the guys yeah. are good. Yeah, I think it's one of the better – because Disney is not known for good pizza, like – across the board and so this via napoli uh, i think unless has- you're going to all-star all-star has the best pizza no kidding really i've never had the pizza at all-stars i've only had um they have some really good sandwiches there and like the chips i don't know why are amazing but i've never had the pizza there matt and i will sometimes like skip eating at the end of the night like when we were at the parks so that we can come back to our hotel and just like binge eat pizza like we will fuck up a all-stars pizza you know who has a real decent pizza delivery situation is the swan and dolphin Ooh. and i don't 
I don't know why. And I, I, I don't know if I've ever had it sober. <laughs> I'm really not sure. Um, that's a fair I feel statement. Like, that's a fair statement because like every time I've come back, usually when I'm at Swan and Dolphin, we're always going to some kind of festival at Epcot and you're not coming, you're not returning there sober. And I always order a pizza. Cause I'm like, I'm hungry, even though I just ate at 25 countries. Like, <laughs> there's no reason <laughs> to get a pizza, but it's really solid. <laughs> but the stores are are really really nice. Um, I love. I mean, obviously, you're gonna find your typical um, Disney country attire, so you're gonna find that stuff. But they have some really great stuff in many of the stores things that like i have only seen that like are at my grandma's house so like for those of you who don't know i'm i'm half italian i'm half sicilian but i really that's really the only side of my life that i've really grown up with my other side i'm not really super familiar with so i grew up very very italian and so like all the things i see there are stuff that like my grandma would have in her house i love that i love it we've talked about this many times about the please visit the shops because Although, Brady, I remember you made this really interesting point, though. You're, like, wondering how much is actually going back to the country, even though they're selling stuff that you'd buy there. Yeah. Like, I know – I don't know about Italy, but I know in Mexico they have those people, like, sitting there hand-painting all those little mm-hmm. um, spirit guide animals, you right. know? And I wonder, like, how much of that is going to benefit? And, you know, honestly – I want to give Disney the benefit the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Because like look at Animal Kingdom. You know, why would they do so much to help the world at Animal Kingdom and then be like, nope, sorry, Epcot. Yeah. You never um, know. And then <laughs> and then I was also just thinking, like, you're you're going to you're going around Italy and you're picking things items up and this is super cute. Look at the made in China. <laughs> oh my, my god, I gotta pay attention to that. Because like they have handmade Venetian masks there. They have I love that they have the Venetian glass beads. This is really cool. And like a lot of people don't really know about it. People are very familiar with like there's a be a type of bead from Greece that's like blue and it looks like it's glass. It's like blue and has like an eye in it or something like that. And there's these Venetian glass beads that like both my mom and my aunt have that they've gotten from Italy. And like they're in the far corner. So, like, if you're, like, walking through the first store, if you're going through the Doge's Palace, go all the way to the back. And they have really beautiful, like, glass jewelry. Like, highly, highly recommend checking that out. It's beautiful. I've actually – and they have and they have ornaments with the Venetian glass beads, which I have bought. And they're very nice. Because I don't really wear a lot of jewelry. But – and um, they have some fantastic uh, – they have a fantastic wine store as well. So, you can go and buy wine. They have a wine tasting there similar to what you had experienced in France, and we'll talk about that. Um, when we went through uh, the Festival of the Holidays and we were like, don't even mess with the wine at the booth. Just go do wine tastings there or go to Tito Gusto, which we'll talk about here in a minute. Okay. So, again, like we were saying, a lot of the reason why people are going to the it- Italy Pavilion is because Italian food is safe. <laughs> Everybody loves Italian food. Um I would so this is me personally. I would recommend if you are going to eat anything in Italy, go to the Tutto Gusto, which we'll talk about in a minute. I think like this is extremely Americanized Italian food, and it like poses no excitement to me at at all. Uh, Personally, I've eaten at not at Tutto Italia used to be called Originale del Fredo Alfredo or something like that, and it was just like Olive Garden in my opinion. Have you ever eaten it? Have you ever eaten at these? I think it's like Olive Garden, in my opinion. 
No, I think the only one I ate at was with. I think it was with Eat, Drink, Travel, Dream, but mm -hmm. I don't remember eating. Like, I remember a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I remember being there with them, but I also remember eating a cheese board with you. With me? We did a Tito Gusto. Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, we'll talk about Tito Gusto in a minute. That's okay. Tito Italia is like the main sit-down restaurant. Um, well, do you want to look at the lunch menu? Because I know that's your fave. It is my fave. It's your fave. And I think it's probably pretty pretty similar. But I mean, so I, let me preface this with I have not eaten here since it became Tutto Italia. I had only eaten at when it was Originale de, Delafredo. So I don't know if it's better. But to me, it just looks like. make me have diarrhea. Now, I'm not trying to shit on Olive Garden. I love Olive Garden. Soup, salad, and breadsticks for life, okay? I don't eat the rest of their food. Soup, salad, and breadsticks for life. <laughs> the salad <laughs> at Olive Garden is, I mean, they need to change the the whole uh, experience of their uh, restaurant. Like, it's not called a quote-unquote Italian restaurant that serves quote-unquote Italian food. Just turn it into a salad <laughs> restaurant and stick with that. God, that you did cool. that really well, Olive Garden. Holy shit, what a great idea. This is genius. Olive Garden, call us. Here's what's up. You should do like an Olive Garden, like a little mini, like a little cafe, and just do soup, salad, and breadsticks. I would oh, live there. Done. I done. would live there. <laughs> do you know that's what we ate on New Year's Day? Olive Garden? Soup, salad, breadsticks. Olive Garden, yes. Love it. <laughs> New Year's Day, ringing in 2021 with fucking soup, salad, and breadsticks. <laughs> I, I mean, ate. Uh, it was fantastic. Yeah. Not going to lie. All right, let's look at this. So they have a pretty mm -hmm. decent Anapasti menu. Um, they have like you know a charcuterie board, which is the tagliere. It's a very expensive forty forty dollars. No, no, no. Let's let's okay. I'm gonna shut this down. Forty dollars for prosciutto, salami, asiago, like four other cheese. Get the hell out of here. Hard pass. <laughs> Come on, Disney. $40 for some fucking prosciutto. Get out. Yeah. Serves too, but it's like probably not that big. No. It's probably like you probably get like three pieces of prosciutto. Three pieces, like a, a little little thing, Asiago, Gorgonzola, fun, all that shit. Get out. That shit, no. Get out. I don't have time go. For Let's what go. <laughs> all right. Oh, you're so mad. She threw her drink on the floor. <laughs> my drink the one thing i know what my uh, uncultured white ass thought antipasti was wait what you want to know what my uncultured white ass thought antipasti yes. was yes uh for the longest actually probably up until you and i started doing these tours <laughs> not tours like uh like our festival reads and yeah. everything uh i thought antipasti meant like the dishes in this section didn't have pasta in it Oh my god. That's no, that's totally fair. Cause if you're just reading it, that's what it makes it yeah, that totally makes sense. That's fair. So it's like and then when I found out it was just basically appetizer, I was like, oh, Yeah. Oh hilarious. I can say that. Well, it's kind of true though. It's like it's it's not pasta because in Italy, pasta is considered like your pre your preemie, so it's like not considered the main meal. You just have like a little bit of pasta before you eat your main meal which is some kind of meat or fish or whatever. So it makes sense, which is say antipasti, and then this one doesn't have a preemie. 
It only has secondi. Oh, here's a pasta menu. All right. But yeah. Um, the one thing I would be really into because I do love a caprese salad is the fior di latte caprese, which is tomatoes, basil, sea salt, olive oil, balsamic glaze. Perfect. Ooh, that Benefit. sounds really good. Ooh, that, that does sound really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would do the carpaccio di manzo. That looks really good. Mm-hmm. Looks really good. Is that how badly did yeah. I butcher that? No, you did that perfect. Carpaccio di manzo. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> that sounds so good. So it looks like the way that they have this, and this is another thing that always showed me. Um, they have it listed as secondi. Like if you're getting like a full meal of food, like so you would get a meat, but they have the pasta here and I'm assuming it's like a full size pasta because this is America and people don't understand that. <laughs> um, yeah. So out of the secondis, this is where you're finding your meats and your fish. I mean, I, for those of you who don't know, I'm vegetarian. I try to stay away when I'm on vacation. Well, I haven't been on vacation. Actually, no, I haven't been on vacation since I've been vegetarian. Oh. Shit. I didn't realize that. Outside of like work trips before lockdown happened, I've not been on vacation as a vegetarian yet. Shit. Shoot, so dang it. I mean, I get the meat sweats now if I ever eat meat, so. <laughs> but the salmon looks good. <laughs> the salmon looks good. Um, I'm looking at this, and I guess if, if this was like truly a small portion, right? It's like in the in the real secondi world. It would be no, it would be like a full meal. It would be like a full main plate. Okay, and the pasta yeah. should be the small one. Should be small, but I don't think it is. Okay. So, uh, then in this case, I think I would get probably the uh bistecca. Where are you at? Oh, the bistecca? Yeah, the secondi. I'd probably get that if yeah. I was going to get like a true like coursed meal where, you know, we chose the appetizer and then the secondi and then the pasta or the pasta and the secondi. Yeah. I'd get that. If I didn't, then I would do the Parmigiana. I bet that's probably good. It's it's pretty hard to like screw up chicken parmesan. But uh, uh, I feel like people can though. Like oh, it's, the yeah, moment it's you good. overcook your, your pasta uh, and then you get the soggy the soggy yeah. chicken on top. Yeah. Now in the pasta section, they have a penne and vodka sauce with lobster meat. I would be real into that. Like, real into that. I love. First, I love a penne and vodka sauce. Second, with some lobster on it, yeah, here for it. There's, like, no um, – oh, there's the, the gnocchi serentina. I guess that's, like, vegetarian, but bleh. Oh, I'm breaking things over here. so mad today. Um, yeah. I, I love lasagna, so I'd probably – Either do, oop, just kidding, pork ragu, no thanks. Gonna go up to the ravioli. The ravioli looks good. Yeah, I would do the ravioli. Um, the penny vodka does sound good, though. But yeah. yeah. Ravioli, ravioli, holy moly, raccaroli. <laughs> the gnocchi sorrentina, though, that looks like you couldn't eat for days after that. Because gnocchi in itself is very heavy. And then it has tomatoes a pomodoro sauce, which is a tomato sauce, and burrata, which would I would shit for days. No. <laughs> no, thanks. Hard pass. And I'm not a big dessert person, but I love a cannoli. I would be into it. Ooh, this, the cappuccino truffle looks good. That looks really nice. Oh, hold on. 
Hold on, there's cheesecake. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, let me move my third chin to the side. This is making me sweat. Oh my god. I love cheesecake. How about like while while, while we're thinking about this, um, I asked Nick for to make me a vodka. He makes very good fresh mar- vodka sodas. I don't know why mine don't taste as good as his, and maybe it's just because I want him to make it. But he's like. I'm not making you another vodka soda unless you have two because I'm sick of wasting club soda. And I said, all right, I'll let you know when I'm ready for another one. So I'm like chugging this one. <laughs> it is 4 <laughs> o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday. Sunday Ooh, we're going to get some real good uh, cooking videos tonight. I, we're going to get some good cooking videos tonight. If you guys follow me on my personal um, Instagram, I'm not going to say what. Uh, uh, you can ask me if you want to know. But um because I try to keep that separate, but uh, I do cooking videos. I don't do them on WDW Collective anymore, just because I'm lazy. There's no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I am not. I'm not trying because to be there's like so much going on, right? You have so much so to do. <laughs> like fuck, I'm not. I I can't. I just literally cannot. <laughs> Wine flights. I love them. They have better ones at Chuda Gusto, but there are ones here. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just reading those. Like none of these are familiar to me <laughs> Ooh, you know what i take I, I actually take this i take the negative nancy comment i just made the crisp italian whites i am wildly impressed they have agave batasciolo very good white um obviously a sauvignon terribaco and a pecorino il fiducio those look great i actually am very impressed by that italian white flight just purely on the fact that they have agave we drink a lot of wine in my house <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm okay. I was actually just going to ask, like, so it's got the dates here. So would that, the Gavi, um, be better if it was like from 1912? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. You'd, you'd have to ask, you have to ask Nick that. So I would love to ask Nick questions, but he refuses to come oh and God. talk to us whenever we this talk is, about alcohol. This is what I said. I said, Nick, you have to help me. You need to come on an episode and maybe we can do like a wine episode. So for those of you who don't know, my husband is a certified specialist of wine. He sells wine. This is obviously why we ha- we're not just like alcoholics by choice. It's by his job. And so <laughs> I was like, Nick, we could do like a worst alcoholism. <laughs> we support alcoholism as well. Um, so I was like, you can come on. We could do like a wine show. Like blah blah. He won't do it because he says I'm censoring him. I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, Nick, you just can't say like weird shit. Like no one will get it. <laughs> <laughs> no one will understand. You gotta like talk to the Pete, the masses. <laughs> You can't just say, like, you can't feel nerdy. Like, although I get real nerdy sometimes, but I was like, ugh. Anyways, I'm very impressed by these wine flights. I do take my comment back. I'm looking at them now, and I'm like, oh, that's not bad. Like, the Piemonte one, there's the Gavis in there again. There's a Nebbiolo. I love a Nebbiolo. The, the one thing I'm a little concerned about is the Dolcetto d'Alba, which means it's probably a sweet one, and I don't like that shit. But otherwise, it's impressive. I take my comment back. Let me try and open Tuta Gusto now because my computer is being a bitch. Tuta Gusto, Let's have a conversation about how much we love Tuta Gusto, first of all. I think it's like. Um, it's, it's hard slept on. It's hard slept on. I don't know what. But it's you're also doing. hard to get in. It is. And, and that's purely just because it's a very, very small space. We're not saying, like, yeah. we just said it's slept on, but no, it's, like, it's just a small space. Yeah. Um, so, Tuta Gusto is a wine cellar. 
Um, it's right next to Tutto Italia. And I got, cannot... like, a bar that you can go up to. It's just ugh, yes. it's so nice in there. And it smells so nice in there. <laughs> it's just this really cool cave. Um, it's it's very, very much like this is probably the closest thing to like one of the countries. Like like you can go to wine bars like this in Italy. This is very similar to like just going to like an Austria or or a trattoria or something like that. And this is exactly what it's like is, is Tutto Gusto. I'm so impressed with that place because it's very similar to what you experience in Italy. You just go up to the bar, get some wine, uh, get a like a charcuterie board. And the cool thing is you can just ask them to make you stuff. Like I'll just be like, can you just get me some prosciutto and some Parmigiano Reggiano? And they'll bring you like a thing and they'll just, and then you make drinks. Fucking phenomenal. I can't even, I can't, I can't handle it. I love this place so much. <laughs> There's a menu, but like screw the menu, like order what you want because you can. That's how cool it is there. A lot of the food, we're not, I don't even know if it's worth us going through the food. I don't know why they don't have like their wine flights and shit on here. That's weird. Um, the wine selection's phenomenal. They have really great Italian cocktails, like legitimate Italian cocktails, like that you would actually get in Italy. Um, versus like the Disney collection of cocktails that you can find at every bar. Um, I, I can't say, I can't say, and they have fantastic wine flights, fantastic Prosecco flights. Um, I can't say anything. I don't know what you're doing if you're not going there. Moral of the story. I don't know what you, what The menu online looks exactly like. Yeah. I'm not even paying attention yeah, to no. it. Cause I'm like, that's yeah, not what I would do. It's nice. I go there for my, uh, my mocha martinis. Oh, it was so tasty. Here's Those Prosecco martinis. Yeah. I'll slap. It was it was very tasty. What did we? I think we just did that. Like I just ordered a bunch of like meat and cheese. Yeah, that, and like I just, didn't know about it. I think we just like stopped by. Oh, what were we doing in there? We, I think we, we just, just went in. Like we had to go. We, yeah, I think it was just really all right. Let's was, go here. We gotta go here. And it was dead when we were there, which was shocking. Yeah, it was a first. And there was like six of us, I think at least. Maybe more. And we got in very easily. I was just very surprised because usually like the only place I can get to, and I'm totally fine with this, is going just directly to the bar, which I like because then you could talk to the people. They have like um, a display of like an apostle that you can get. So like olives and like little buffalo mozzarella and like stuff like that. They, you just get that too. But And I think a lot of the drinks that they get – because I always see the waiters and waitresses going back and forth from the restaurant into the wine cellar. So I don't know if like some of the stuff's in there and they're getting it in there and bringing it out. I'm not entirely sure. Y'all don't mess around. It's so good. It's so good. But if you haven't been, get the mocha martini. You won't regret it. Uh, It gives you that good energy, you know, from the espresso. Um, oh, that's what it is. It's espresso martini. I'm a big dumb bitch. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's but it's like chilled and light. Oh, it's good, good stuff, guys. Yeah, yeah. So the other one is like this is where you're gonna see most of the families. So I, as 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 the never growing up podcast, when it's usually just you as an adult going there, um, I I don't necessarily recommend Via Napoli because it's mainly families and screaming children. And it's expensive, which everybody knows. 
and you can't be some Karen ass woman going in and being oh, quote unquote surprised by the price. Let him and tell the story. Your waitresses. Tell the story because it's uh, been a while. We, we talked, yeah, we talked about this a couple episodes. Ago. Oh, yeah, it has been a while. That's been a while. A handful of episodes ago, um, there was a story that went viral where a woman was eating at um, at Via Napoli mm-hmm. and ordered a pizza she i guess asked you know for a recommendation and the prices are all right there and she added so many toppings and yeah. even i mean at pizza hut you add another topping that's another dollar fifty and her bill came out to be like 50 or 60 dollars and she like threw a huge temper tantrum about it she stiffed she wrote this like nasty note on the on the receipt and she stiffed the uh the server didn't leave them a tip because she's like, oh, I'm sorry. It, this was more than I was expecting, blah, blah, blah. And it just turned into this big thing. And there were so many holes in in her story. Yeah. Like, she goes to Disney World once a month. And then, like, she's supposedly, she has, like, this mommy Disney vlog or yeah. uh, blog where she's the guru of Disney. But if you if you go into the the Did she get canceled, I wonder? I ignore I. I I got I my, my out of that situation and I was like, whatever. Like, yeah. yeah. But I mean, you can't go into the each each country has their their crown restaurant, their star restaurant of the yeah. country. This one was it. And it's the the four dollar sign uh restaurant. And you can't go in there and expect to order fifty two thousand toppings on a pizza yeah. and not pay fifty two thousand dollars because it's a dollar a topping. <laughs> I mean, if you, we'll get to it in a minute, but like, if you scroll down, like these pizzas are not, they're not cheap, which I find silly. But they're, they're good and they are, and they're big. I I, I would still pay them for pizza. Yeah. And I guess it kind of depends. I, I wasn't too hurt by it. Me and my two cousins, Mm because they're large enough and you're able to kind of like set them up how you want. So we did like a half one topping, half another topping. Nice. And then we split the bill, you know, three ways because it f- was able to feed all three of us. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So if you're going to go there and, like, split it with some friends, like, cool. Yeah. It, it's not too bad. But it is expensive. I'm but a huge, it is really good. huge fan of their pizza window. So it's not open all the time. And I don't know if it's open during the this situation, <laughs> the COVID situation. I don't know if it's open right now. But... Honestly, um, during the COVID situation, this might be the only time it would like it would be open in the restaurant wouldn't so they could sense. just give you your food yeah. and get the hell out. Yeah, so it might vary. That's a really good point. I didn't think about that. Um, where you just go up and you're ordering like by the slice, mm. and fantastic. Like, I mean, if you're just wanting like a piece of pizza, like that's it's really really good, and that is not that expensive because when you look at these like p pe- like these prices for the pizza speciale like it's like there's one that's like a carchofi pizza which carchofi is um artichokes and uh it's like 40 bucks and i'm like maybe because it has truffle truffle oil in it but like settle down <laughs> how many does it serve does it say it doesn't say how big they are um it says large and then the, the meso okay. metro but okay so yeah this one so for instance the which one did you just read the I oh so the mezzo metro must be bigger, but like the carciofi large is still forty dollars. Like that's aggressive. Yeah. 
I don't know. I'm yeah, not, I'm individual not is 25. That's that's a lot for an individual. Lot, so I would probably just double that because the Meso Metro is is huge, and that's what I was able to split with my like yeah. me and my two cousins. Um, and then if you you know divide 55 by three, it's like yeah, you know. I think you can also get, and I'm, I mean, I could be wrong about this, but I thought I think you can also get like a beer or like something at the window. Moral of the story is like if you want to go sit in that restaurant, God bless you. But like, I'm not part of that. I I would much rather just go to the window and have a really good piece of pizza and be like done. I would say you know if you if you're if pizza is if nice pizza is what you were wanting, um, and that's what you wanted to spend like your big restaurant on. It's yeah. good. It's a good one. Yeah. And it's, I think it's pretty inside. It is. It's loud and crowded. It's very pretty. Yeah. Uh, they got the the whole kitchen is like in the center of the restaurant. Yeah. So you can like see them making all the pizzas, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a good experience, but it is probably um, more expensive than most people are wanting to spend. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that you don't tip. Even if it's, it's more than you expected, that doesn't mean you don't tip your waitress, asshole. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, oh, that's a whole. I can't issue. handle that. Do not get me started. I am very passionate about the service industry. Do not get me started. Lord. Anyways, let's move on. Let's go to America. Or the, the, let's the move pavilion, on. Not this <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like we mean the pavilion, not this friggin' mess. Um. <laughs> I always I so I love the American Adventure, which is the name of the, of the pavilion. I love the American Adventure because they always have a fantastic booth during any of the festivals. Usually, it's either like a solid barbecue, or um, they have like the lobster rolls and stuff. Really, really good. They're there. It's always great. I'm not. I've never been in the Regal Eagle, which is the new smokehouse. My husband has been there, and he said it's very nice. He took some pictures. Um, because Nick got to go to Disney World this year and not me. Oh, <sighs> or in 2020, right. I should say. Yeah, remember when he said he wasn't yeah, they he said was... they weren't gonna go to Epcot and they friggin' did? I was so pissed. I can't handle my life. I cannot. Uh, anyways. But <laughs> I mean, it's I love the American Adventure, like the actual show. It's it's quite long. Um, you know, everyone knows the theme song, the golden. Isn't the gold was America's your golden wings? That song, you know what I'm talking about. If you called to make Disney reservations, you've heard it. Oh yeah, they play it all the time. It's on the whole. And, and when they did have fireworks, it was in the Epcot Forever, which I was very excited about. Um, but and there's also across the across the way is the American Gardens Theater, which is where they have any of the music guests they have during any of the festivals i'm assuming yeah, i didn't look yet because we have to talk about it they used to do the broadway series during festival of the arts i don't know if they're doing that this year because of the covid the covid as we call it in this house um but like that's what the candlelight processional is anytime they do eat to the beat um what's the flower garden one their concert series whatever it is it's there because it's right there in the center. Like, obviously, it's, like, yeah. right in the center of World Showcase. That's um, where America would want to be. It's where, where they think they are. Um, <laughs> probably going to get comments on this thing. Damn, he's down political. Oh, fuck off. Um, this, guy's being, 
this guy's being deployed. I think he can say whatever the hell he wants. So yeah, I mean, I love it. Yeah. I love the country. I'm gonna you love stop our country. Your drink on the floor. No, it's, it's the coaster. No, it's the coaster. It keeps getting stuck to my glass. Oh. Anyways, yes, he can say whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, but it is still a I'm country still worth really defending. One day. <laughs> So I would love. I've actually I mean, never eaten here. It's brand. I mean, it only opened at the beginning of 2020. Regal Eagle. So like, no one's been. <laughs> really. but, but I mean, like, not like, even. Not even when it was like the, the it, there's there was always a restaurant like tucked into the back right. Well, the reason why I. So first off, it was always busy. But oh, hot, over first hot dog, I'll go to a baseball game. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to go there and eat a freaking burger and hot dog. Like, if I'm going to eat that first, I want to go to Casey's. Okay, let's talk about that for a minute. Second, what the hell are you doing? Th that's like, that's just, like, I'm not going to get political, but that's just very typical. <laughs> because you have all these amazing countries and all of their amazing food, even if Italy's like Olive Garden. But like, all of them are amazing. Like, amazing food. I've had some of my best dining experiences. I'm so sad Takumte is not open right now, but we'll talk about Takumte when we get to Japan. I mean, like, what are you, what are you doing? What are you, do, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I can't. What I are can't. you doing? What, 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 are you doing? what are you doing? But it is a gastro pub, so I think they have a lot more craft beer there and stuff. So it is worth probably going in there because there's, there's a bar. Like, you could go in there and get drinks. So I'm fine with that because I do love craft beer. But overall, I can't, um, oh, I can't sign up for it. I do love the Golden Dreams film montage. It makes me extremely patriotic. For as much as I'm shitting on America right now, I am very patriotic, and I do love my country, but it's a shit show right now. Um, and I, I, it does that song actually does make me a little emotional. Mm -hmm. I get all, like, patriotic. <laughs> it's so silly. But it does. It makes me, like, I, it makes me very proud of our country, so. For the majority of it, anyways. Um... But the food, we'll talk about the food here in a minute. I'm really excited that they did create a smokehouse. It's, so it's craft drafts and barbecue because anytime they have a festival, it's always some kind of barbecue situation. It was always great. It was like surprisingly good for it being like, you know, a random festival booth. And the host of it is Sam Eagle from Muppets. How can you not Sam love that? Eagle. How can you not love that? Um, I also love seeing the voices of Liberty when you can. Um, they're fantastic vocalists. The and and when we do have the hopefully we have the candlelight processional at next Christmas, um, they always are right in the tree, right in the center, and they're like kind of the main focus. So amazing, amazing voices. Love, love hearing the voices of Liberty. Um, but outside of the main attraction, which it's a really long show. Have you ever sat through um the American Adventure? It's like 30 minutes. Yeah. It's not a, not yes, a I only did it once. Yeah, I've only done it once myself. But it's like long. <laughs> it's no joke. Um, but hey, you know, air conditioning at its finest. And it's it's just it goes, um, it's it's obviously about the spirit of America and you know, it talks about individualism, innovation, tomorrow, independence, compassion, and discovery. On right side of the theater, on the other side of the theater, there is freedom, heritage, pioneering, knowledge, self-reliance, and adventure. Why is this making me fucking emotional? Here's why. 
I think because like there's a spirit, <laughs> the spirit of, uh, making me like sad about just you know you going to 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 fight her as first of all number one. Second, I think also like I think with everything that's going on in the world, this makes me really sad to like hope like think about what our country could be. <laughs> I'm really sad. <laughs> I'm gonna move on. Let's look at this friggin' menu. Holy shit! Help me, Lord. I've been in, like, a weird space, like, mental space, like, the past, like, two weeks. Like, I've been really emotional. I was watching – Nick and I have been rewatching like, the newsroom, and I've been, like, crying at every episode. Like, the hell is going on with me? I'm not a crier. <laughs> I'm a very unemotional oh, person. No. <sighs> I need help. All right. Well, let's look at this menu because it actually looks pretty decent if you like the BBQ. I mean, I don't know I'm if it's a legit a BBQ, but you're not a barbecue fan? No, I mean, sometimes the, the smell is just overwhelming, it's, and like the, the the hickory smoke stuff is just like oh, I love a it. lot. I love it. We have menu. and we have a tremendous. This is very strange. So for those of you who don't know, I live in Ohio, which in Northeast Ohio, we have an amazing barbecue place that has actually won like a lot of like national barbecue awards. Celebrities, for some reason, have come there to eat there i don't i mean awesome it's it's literally the some of the best barbecue i've had throughout the country and i've traveled throughout the country had many 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 different barbecues it is phenomenal so i don't i would be nervous i don't think i would actually choose to eat here let's be very honest i would probably go here and eat like an appetizer do they have appetizers like if you if you were to give me some pork rinds i'd be like yes i want i want to go to there no it just says entrees yeah there's no way they gotta have apps it's probably just not on here how do they not have apps also if you're going to a barbecue place what are you doing getting a salad <laughs> like, i'm vegetarian but i would eat barbecue like because i'm just not a bitch like, <laughs> like mama ain't raised no bitch mama didn't raise no bitch uh, but they have like Memphis dry rub pork ribs. They have Kansas. So, so they like do the span of barbecue because like everyone's got different Kansas City smoked half chicken, North Carolina chopped smoked pork, sliced Texas beef. So they like are doing all the different barbecues from all over the nation, which I think is fun. They do have a jackfruit bur burger for us plant based folks, but I'm, I'm just not doing that. I'm just going to eat the meat. They have sides. Oh, baked beans with burnt ends. I would do that. I would go there. And get a craft beer and a baked beans with burnt ends. And you know what? I'd be real pleased. You know what? I'd be real pleased. <laughs> real pleased. I'd be like, you know what? This is enough. <laughs> this is pleasant. Um, they, ha they have like a very uh, wide. We'll go back to the beer in a minute. But they have a very wide like allergy menu here too. So if you are concerned about that, they do have that here. Um, Like. Por ejemplo, the North Carolina chopped smoked pork butt platter, which sounds fantastic, but it doesn't have the it doesn't have gluten in it. So it has like the garlic toast. It's a gluten allergy friendly garlic toast with the North Carolina vinegar sauce, which I love. Um, and then you get different sides. I mean, it sounds good. I just feel like there's so much more to do there that I wouldn't waste my time on getting barbecue. Yeah, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah, I believe it. IMO. Um, there's got to be a bigger beer list. So I, they're only showing four beers and I'm pretty, unless, unless they're doing a very limited menu right now due to COVID. But, um, right now these aren't legitimate. I would not consider any of these. Maybe a uh, high ally 
I would Cigar City Highlight. I would consider that uh, a more of a craft beer. Bell's Oberon, eh. Sam Adams, definitely, I don't consider that craft. And they have Angry Orchard. So I don't know. We need to find like a legitimate menu for that. But so like what would you if you're not into barbecue, then what would you get? Um, something from Japan. Skipping <laughs> <laughs> this completely. I love that. No, I don't know. I would I will I'll eat like a pulled pork sandwich here and there. I I don't eat pork often. Yeah. And I guess because of that, it like you, people who don't eat pork often can kind of become allergic to it. Um, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, I guess there's like something in it because it's like considered like a dirty meat, you know, like because pigs eat Ooh. anything. That's why, uh, isn't that why um, in the Jewish religion, that's why people don't eat pork because they consider it dirty. Right. Correct? I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I'm interpreting that correctly. I'm in no way trying to offend the kosher menu. I think, no, I think that's, that. I think that's accurate. Yeah. But it's like, I'll do, I'll do a pulled pork sandwich. It's just not my favorite. Again, like, I, I like barbecue sauce and I like, you know, meat. Yeah. But it's just something about the overwhelming smell of of smoked yeah carcass <laughs> that's fair you know what i made the other night for dinner and it was during you know these uprisings so i, I didn't i didn't feel it was appropriate to do one of my silly cooking videos but um i made a pulled portobello mushroom sandwich with homemade coleslaw and that's your business it was it was that's your business yes <laughs> And it was so good. Like I just dry roasted the portobello mushrooms and then, you know, sauteed onions and then mixed it all with like the barbecue sauce and everything. And it like was so good. I somehow ended up on the vegan side of TikTok and I see that, that a lot. Weird like, if, you, if, you are, if you are wanting a pulled pork sandwich, but you're a vegetarian, portobello is is a good meat substitute. It's got like the same texture. Yeah. It is. And it's a really – so for those of you who are considering it, actually, portobellos are a fantastic meat substitute in most things. Uh, mushrooms just in general. But, like, it's it really was really, really good. Like, I was impressed. If y'all want the recipe, just hit me up. I'm looking at this. I'll probably just get the cheeseburger. If I had to eat from here, I'd just get yeah, the cheeseburger. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So we're going to pause here on our tour because we don't want to, like, end an episode with Japan. We want to start an episode with Japan because it's it's, it's like, pretty much both of our favorites. Uh, So we don't want to, like, we know y'all chopping off the last 10 minutes, so we're not going to, like, screw you if you did want to listen to Japan. (laughs) So we'll we'll end it here. Um, We'll get started back with Japan. And we promise you guys, before Brady leaves, we are going to finish the tour. Um, so don't think that we're not going to finish it. Uh, and um, hopefully you get to talk about the Festival of the Arts, too. So we will stop here and we'll get started for our next episode. Um, yeah, that's it. I'm Annie at WDW Collective. And with me is my most amazing, seriously amazing co-host. Hi, guys. Hi. Uh, it's me. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. I said <laughs> hi. And then I was like, whatever. But it's me, Brady McCleary. And we will be back sooner than you think i know (laughs) bye guys we'll see you soon bye